This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and this is a show where I get funny, cool people to come on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. And today, ooh, I got you a real special guest. I think you guys are in for a treat, especially if you're interested in or if you're a huge fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, we're getting real nerdy. And we're getting nerdy with my one and only D&D dungeon master, Lars Hansen. Lars is the best. He is also one of the co-hosts of Two Count Kickout. It's a podcast all about wrestling. So if you're a wrestling fan, check it out. Yeah, this was a really, really fun conversation. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. We talk about D&D and man, ooh, his nerdiness runs real deep. So I think you're going to learn a lot about Dungeons and Dragons, also about this like kooky friendship that Lars and I have along with his wife and this puppet group that we were involved in in college and everything. It's some good times. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. Also, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps us get visible. Come on, baby. It's 2018. That's right. Happy New Year, all. Start your new year off right being a great person by going on iTunes and giving this a review. And Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at BoardWalkAudio.com slash BarkBox. All right, let's get into this episode all about Dungeons and Dragons. We are recording. Woo! Woo! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, oh gosh. Well, we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. We're, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. But I was enjoying what we were talking about oh. before, but sorry, listeners. You'll just have to imagine what that is. Yeah, you'll have to imagine what the fun topics were. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes it takes guts. Yeah. Do you have it? <laughs> I double dare you <laughs> to think about it. <laughs> Uh, Lars, you are my one and only dungeon master. It's <laughs> a really weird way to start. So it's uh, pretty perfect that uh, you're coming on to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, oh, that kind of dungeon, yeah. That's always a weird thing to, to talk oh, about, yeah, too. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'm a dungeon master. Like, I'm like, what? oh, okay, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, man. yeah, right, right. As long as, it's, yeah. as long as it's safe and consenting, which Dungeons and Dragons usually is. Yeah. I think so. That would be a fun topic to have, because I remember when I did, um, like sex education in college like us oh it was like a psychology of sex and love class uh-huh yeah our teacher would have different speakers come in and one guy came in that was really into snm and he talked about how like they would just rent out like a school auditorium and turn it into a dungeon <laughs> <laughs> like that's a thing they did so did and, they have to like pick their classes like where some people are fighters and some people <laughs> with traps yeah exactly. you gotta explain it to me in D terms it, otherwise i don't i don't understand yeah, so, yeah 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 was there a princess to be saved or um it, there was definitely like a climax for sure <laughs> 
<laughs> Ooh. Yeah. We get any magical items at the end of it? Good. Yeah. I mm. think you come with your magical items. I, but... I would, as long as they are like legal at mm-hmm. the table. You yes, know, I gotta, yes, yes, I gotta yes. make sure it's all it's all above board. Yeah. You know? But uh, uh Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, well, we're not we're, we're here to talk about <laughs> real Dungeons and Dragons. Real <laughs> None actual. Of this putting up dungeons in a school auditorium. Well, that's pretty awesome. I was actually yeah. telling my um my wife <laughs> um we were it was, it was the holidays and I was walking through um, um, my old neighborhood and my old mm. neighborhood has like a, a creek in the back oh, cool. that stretches out through the entire, the entire neighborhood. Like you can go, you can basically take this creek, this wooded area to like my old middle school and you can go through, through other people's neighborhoods and basically just tr- goes all the way through town. Nice. And I remember telling my, my wife, I was like, yeah, when I was 12, um, I had this really elaborate map that I drew of, of this creek and I was mapping out like the encounter points uh-huh. where, uh, where, okay, the orcs are going to fight us here oh. and, and, and this is where <laughs> the princess is going to be and the evil wizard lives in the sewer tunnel here. Yeah. And I was trying to propose to my parents at 12, like, I, I want, for my birthday, I want, I want to do like a live action. Oh. <laughs> Not so really cool. thinking about like the logistics of yeah. it at all. I'm like, oh, no, this yeah. is going to be, I've written a top notch <laughs> story here, mom and dad. Like, yeah. you, you've got it. And, and this is like, this is kind of at like the end of the, my, my parents weren't religious or anything, but it was still kind of at the end of that whole satanic panic. Oh yeah. People of Dungeons were afraid and Dragons. of D&D for a long yeah. time. And, and, and that was kind of a weird thing growing up too, because I was in the Boy Scouts and it mm-hmm. was, um, it was just like everyone was so super Christian in the Boy Scouts and like, oh yeah, I would have my D and D books with me on on trips and they kind of saw me as the um the corrupter like i was trying to like <laughs> teach the youth spells Ooh, and you were the evil one and they were, i was being like kind of judged and shunned for mm-hmm. you know having my my dorky ass books about killing like <laughs> killing orcs and shit you know it's really like now that yeah now that i've played D for a few years now uh yeah it's funny to think that people were like this is evil it's yeah. like the nerd it's like <laughs> so fucking nerdy it's the way i think about it is it's like like football for people that don't like football like yeah. that just want to get around and like watch a game or play a game yeah. and eat snacks and be that's, with your friends that's why i roll my eyes anytime like uh like fantasy football comes up yeah it's like that's 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 D&D. D&D for jocks yeah. like you're doing exactly what we're doing yeah here. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're just not rolling the die you're just you're actually using the the actual players in the game that you're watching they're, yeah. your, they're your die rolls if they do well yeah. you get points you know yeah. it's the same thing um mm-hmm. I, I don't know where should i start we were kind of rambling in i know this intro. I, I, am, I guess my first question is how did you get into D because i wouldn't have expected 12 because for me getting into D was mm-hmm. 24 <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. that's that's the fact I'll, I'll get to that later because i was i was really kind of thinking about this subject um mm-hmm. D, uh i think is like the one thing in my life that i've done the most of like i've done i've done my ten thousand hours plus with dungeons and dragons nice like other things have kind of com- come and gone but D stuck like yeah. so much for me and it and I, I and so much because i can remember like the exact moment where you know it's like that moment where like it, i don't want to like this is a dumb comparison but like it's that that moment like Pat Oswalt talks about that moment yeah. of irony where George Harrison's walking down the the street and he sees a guitar in the window and it's like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he doesn't know that he's going to become he's going to be in the yeah. Beatles. Like there is that moment where my dad um, uh, is pretty like he's a pretty straight laced guy. He's mm-hmm. he doesn't really go in for any of the fantasy stuff. He's a, he's a sports guy. But mm-hmm. 
he came home from work one day. Um, he he went, he dropped up, he dropped by Toys R Us, and it was mm-hmm. very clear he just like he walked by the bargain bin. He saw like this thing with a dragon on it, and he's like, "Oh, Lars probably likes that. He likes fantasy <laughs> stuff." Yeah, and I did. I was like really into like legend and and um, dark crystal and, oh, cool. and like really kind of dark fantasy stuff. Yeah, uh, um, and. And he just he hands me this D and D like uh, wilderness survival book. I think it was, it was like it was like a, it was a supplemental piece of of D and D stuff. <laughs> it's like something you yeah you can't like you can't just read it and play. But but, uh, but he gave this to me and it was like what is this? Yeah. Like, wait, you can just play like you can. You can make up your character and yeah. you, you, there's no, you know, it's set by your imagination. Like, and I started thumbing through this and I was like, okay, this isn't the complete rules, but now I need to, I have to know more about this. And I was like, yeah. I kind of like approached my dad, like, um, I really appreciate the gift that you gave me, <laughs> but this isn't the complete set. I don't know how to explain this to you, but, yeah. um, and then he found out like the, the box set was like 30 bucks and he wasn't going to have that. But then like. I saved money. I recycled. Aww. I recycled bottles. Like I was this like immediately. <laughs> I was immediately like taken with this. Like yeah. I need to know more about this game, and and so I, I saved up my money. I bought my own box set. Yeah, and I was like, great. I got the box set. It's 1992. <laughs> Things are looking up for Lars. <laughs> I, I need like three other people to play this with. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, crap. <laughs> Humans. Then, I need people. <laughs> and then thus began my search, Aww. and that became my journey yeah so for the uninitiated dungeons and dragons is um a tabletop role-playing game uh in which uh the participants each take on like a specific role like Mm -hmm. they're they're an adventuring party um so maybe you you, you're playing like maybe a thief or in your partner your friends are playing uh, like a fighter or a cleric or magic users and things like that and there's different races and there's different spells and things that your your characters get and then one person plays a dungeon master and he's the mm-hmm. one who basically tells you what the situation is and what the um what's happening and and whether or not you can do certain things but um so then it became like this it's this game of a collaborative storytelling experience but then you actually have to have friends to play it with yeah and as a 12 year old kid who <laughs> Had difficulty making friends when I was younger. Um, it, it became really weird. It was a really weird, hard time for me uh, going into middle school. Well, middle school is awful. Yeah, middle school is awful. And then on top of this, like, yeah. I, I'm trying to, I'm coming off really strong on people. Like, hey, I got this really fun yeah. game. Oh, you, play, oh. you play a wizard. You can play. Also, it takes a really long time to, like, understand it yeah, and set it up takes and everything. Really, yeah, and, and, and um, so, uh, you you you've played with me mm-hmm. and you've been uh, in our fifth edition game and I'll get to fifth edition okay. later. Fifth edition D and D has been through several editions. I, I I came in at second edition, wow, which is the this book here that I'm holding up. Neat, and um, it's way more complex than um than uh the editions beforehand. Like the yeah. like, and the or, the way it was organized was really kind of wonky and strange, mm-hmm. and um so it was really. Unless you sat down and really studied, yeah, it was really hard to pick up. Right? Yeah, away. that makes and, sense. But it was it was a weird thing because um, it got me reading more. It got me like reading things cover to cover. It, I, I would go out and I try to find different supplements. And although I wasn't like playing in a campaign just yet, yeah. um, I had like everything laid out 
yeah. on, on the living room floor. I had like maps and I had sketches and I was obsessing over like the lore of this imaginary world that I was trying to create. And my mom would walk into the room and go, like, wow, Lars is studying. <laughs> he is really buckling down yeah. his schoolwork. And then he'd like notice this. And then she'd notice like it's, it's D&D. Like a dragon. dragon. She'd get like really upset. Like why, why can't he put the same amount of energy into his studies that he does in the Dungeons and Dragons? He yeah. doesn't even play it with anybody. <laughs> Well, that's like, I feel like schools are slowly starting to learn like, oh, we should just let kids gravitate towards what they're drawn to because we're all nerds. We just have to find yeah. what we're nerdy about. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> it really is that. But it was it was just really hard to find like um, the others at that point because no one wanted yeah. to really admit like, oh, I don't want to play that nerdy game. Yeah, like, in middle wanna... school, everyone's like. I guess I gotta be cool, even yeah. though everything's changing and it's terrible. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I found two kids. Nice. Um, they were brothers. They were the Suhus. The Suhu. Chris and Steven Suhu. Uh-huh. And uh, I would go to their house every Saturday, and it was like Steven would be the DM, and I would play, and uh-huh. I'd play all the characters. <laughs> And Chris, Chris, the brother would just uh, would just sort of like hang out. He like okay. he, he knew all the rules and he yeah. hang out. And he kind of like DM also. Yeah, but he didn't really want to step up and be a player. Okay, so it was basically like Stephen running me through <laughs> his adventures in which my characters would always get killed and always get murdered. Like he was just always like just like Mercy. kicking my ass. And like like you know uh, we didn't he didn't we he didn't I didn't really understand the teamwork dynamic just yet. Yeah. We were just kind of like oh that's a scary monster that's a scary monster yeah. i think can kill you instantly that kind uh-huh. of thing so i just get like drop kicked every every wednesday <laughs> every saturday and just take it yeah just because like at least i'm playing the game well, like at least <laughs> i like that you went from like studying alone to playing by yourself essentially still <laughs> <laughs> and then someone that was just like, "You're dead, you're dead." Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, "Yes, sir." I'll, I'll create another it. character. I, I'll, I'll do another character. I don't care. I don't care what I have to do, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this game. And then like, I got my brother into it when he got a little bit older. But then nice. it became kind of again, we couldn't find like a gaming group. So then it became the same kind of model. Like I DM for my brother, yeah, and it'd be like a one on one kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, and, I, and I just be always trying to like uh, drag a family friend into it. Like I yeah. try to like suck in whoever I yeah. could like play this game with me. Join us. It was a very awkward time. It was I don't I don't really know how to and I'm, to describe it past that. Yeah. Well, it's I relate to that in the sense of like uh, playing D and D with you guys, and then moving up to LA and you guys being in Lakewood and it being like a trek and being like, wouldn't yeah. it be cool to have like. A Hollywood D and D team too, oh, yeah. like where it's like, oh, you guys could just come here. Or like, I drive five minutes and mm-hmm. we play. It's impossible to find a dungeon master really? in LA, which is so weird because it's really? like in the comedy community, it's easy to find people that like to play it, but everyone's like scared to DM. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and wow. then the couple people that I found, they're like, yeah, we'll do it, but you have to pay us, and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a thing, but that's becoming a thing. Also, I've noticed yeah. um, is it just because doesn't feel personal because D and D has really kind of grown now, and yeah. it's become kind of. Um, 
I kind of liken it almost to like the improv boom of last decade. Like, yeah, yeah. Like every actor who came to Hollywood was was like, I need to get improv on my resume. Like, yeah, I got to yeah. go to the UCB. I got to go to Improv Olympic. I got to uh-huh. be good at this. And now like um, I'm discovering that people are trying to get into D&D because that has like a certain kind of street cred with it now. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It is like it's cool to play D&D now where I'm sure like back in your day. <laughs> back in my back day. in your day everyone's like no way or if they're playing like tell no one <laughs> listen nerd yeah where now it's like it's cool like i feel like everyone's like let's say yeah even if they maybe don't do it yeah. or are like open to it but also i think a hollywood thing is it's like oh it's a great way to like network with it people. probably is i would imagine it's like you're making friends and yeah. you're you have something to focus on as opposed to like so the weather today right right <laughs> could be a <It's>, job <laughs> you'd be surprised like uh how many friendships are forged around like a completely made up like yeah. concept yeah like, i feel like especially for comedians it's like harmontown it's like oh let's be like that yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 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 the other thing um I think the, the big thing that kind of it's I uh the, I'm getting tongue tied I'm sorry no no worries <laughs> the thing the thing that gets really kind of um blown up it's sort of like 2003 um in San Diego Comic Con was mm-hmm. the first I think that was the first year that they introduced Hall H mm-hmm. and Hall H uh was the, is the biggest room in the convention center and that's where all the um, studios. Uh, promote their, yeah. their superhero movies and everything and now it's just now it's like you wait now over you, 24 yeah. hours to hopefully get in but that moment or that that decision to have hall h in in comic con suddenly legitimized like comic book nerds it became yeah. like hey cool look celebrities are showing up to this thing this is the mm-hmm. in place to be yeah pretty people are into this <laughs> what yeah girls <laughs> yeah girls are into this <laughs> And uh, the same thing, I think, kind of happened in the last couple of years with Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there's yeah. a there's a web series called Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is I, um, I, I, I don't I don't really know too much about because it's not really I guess not really for me because I'm an old <laughs> grognard yeah. kind of uh, with D&D. And then before Critical Role was isn't the Guild. Is, yeah, there was, was the like Guild also. Really right. popular web series. And, and then you got, you know, you got actors and voice actors and pretty Hollywood mm. people suddenly like doing this thing. And then like Vin yeah. Diesel comes out and he's like, yeah, I play D and D. Yeah. It's like, Vin what? Diesel. and anybody who's seen the D and Diesel, uh, <laughs> um, YouTube video because mm-hmm. it's the critical role people with Vin Diesel. Oh, wow. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm, I wasn't that impressed. I don't, I, I, I might be an unpopular opinion out there, but I don't, I, I wasn't that impressed with Vin's, uh, was it, was it him legit playing or was it, it was scripted? him legit playing, but it was the, the whole story behind it was Matt Mercer is the, the, the DM for critical role. And mm. he is, he's a very good DM. He's incredible. Mm. Like he knows exactly how to like give everybody, um, a really cool backs, like not uh, validate everyone's backstory, like oh, make nice. everybody feel like their character is like valued and, yeah. Um, integral not only to the team but to the story like mm-hmm. he's very good at that but he found out that like Vin's people told him like yeah we can we can give you four hours with Vin and it's like uh, cool alright okay. we have a session yeah, going yeah. and then it became like two hours and then it became 30 oh. minutes and Ugh. so it just became like this thing where Mercer basically just 
tells Vin everything that happens to his character, how cool his character is, and Vin just goes, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's cool. And no. I was just really disappointed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this entire time you're told that Vin Diesel is this really cool, um, nerdy D&D guy, and yeah. you didn't really get to see it in that yeah. D&D video. i say video. at that point, make it scripted or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it, almost, it might as well have been scripted. Yeah. So I, I have no doubt that Vin Diesel probably is a cool like, yeah. D&D player, but yeah. it might not be like part of his world anymore. Yeah. It's just something he used to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, pretty people. I mean, people. <laughs> that's, that's the key. You know, pretty people start doing it and then it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it runs God. away. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, well, I think you're a great dungeon master, even though you're my only one. <laughs> but I think, like, I don't know. I Like, one thing I think you're really good at is, like, how patient you are with our people. Because, like, mm-hmm. our group, like, has changed but then some people have stuck around mm-hmm. and i know for instance like bomb and i are very much like we really like to play but we're not we're not right. going home and studying <laughs> so right. sometimes it's like especially if it's been a while we come back and it kind of resets and we're like uh-huh. how do i roll dice <laughs> <laughs> well you use your hand yeah <laughs> where everyone else is like like right. much more into it and know like more moves and are mm-hmm. thinking more yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, for the most part, Bomb is just like, can I turn into a squirrel? And it's just like, and then I'm like, yes, turn into a squirrel. <laughs> just, yes, please turn into a squirrel. <laughs> Whatever's cool. I think that also, yeah, patience is. If you're going to be a dungeon master, that's patience is number one. I think I had a really good, uh, uh, a really good background in patience because of what I said before. Like, yeah. I'm just so eager to play yeah. that I, I'm, I was willing to be the dungeon master for <laughs> anybody. Like, I will, I will show you how to play this game mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have a lot of fun we're all gonna come to the table you're gonna feel like you did something really fun and yeah. heroic and um I, i'll just be there to make sure that you know i'll yeah. facilitate that you know <laughs> um so and it's also kind of like being aware of like your different players at the table and that's mm-hmm. something that's kind of been it's sort of i guess sort of like improv where you sort of i mean a lot of D is improvisational i mean the whole yeah. thing is improvisational and you probably are familiar with like strengths and weaknesses, just like a team. It's like yeah. an improv team. It's like, okay, we have the loose cannon yeah. that's going to turn into a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have people that are like legit making moves. Right. Um, you have the power gamers, the guys yeah. who like know how to exploit certain rules or to yeah. do certain builds. And it's like, I, 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 res- I respect that too. I, I, I always, I'm always kind of impressed what people can pull off with by yeah. using the rules. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm sort of like, well, all right. Yeah. You 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 totally kicked my butt. You know, <laughs> that's my job as a DM. I'm I'm supposed to kind of like lose with grace. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trying to Ooh, murder you. I never thought about that. Like, yeah. I guess a, like a good DM 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 would like you constantly lose, <laughs> but like are cool about it. You because I yeah. would be kind of crazy if you went and were like, all right, today I'm killing Cat's character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a straight up murder. <laughs> Like that's that's bad. Gunning for you. No, that's kind of like how it used to be. Also, like in the in the earlier editions, mm-hmm. it, it really was sort of like a you need to outwit the DM kind mm-hmm. of kind of mentality. Like it's you versus him. He's got all the traps. He's got all the straw yeah. monsters. He's gonna he's gonna try to total party kill. He's gonna TPK this entire this entire group. Yeah. Um, and it's your job to get past him. You gotta defeat him. Yeah. And like a lot of the early uh, modules, that's what they were called. Like the early mm-hmm. the early adventures were kind of geared that way. 
Um, there's a really famous one that's going to be uh, featured in uh, the the upcoming movie Ready Player One. Ah, um, uh, topical. Yeah, where um, the the main character has to actually go through um, an old D and D module um, mm. in virtual reality called the Tomb of Horrors, and oh. it's it's one of the most like it's the killingest, deadliest like yeah. dungeon there is. It's just not fair. Yeah, you know? but because he has the book, he knows where every all the traps are, so yeah. he kind of like manages to navigate through oh, it. Man, but, I can't wait to read the Reddit thread on that when that comes right? out. If they successfully did it. Or oh, they yeah. forgot this I'm one just, thing. I'm just kind of hoping that they they give uh, Aserak the uh, the lich uh, <laughs> the proper dignity that he has as a bad guy because he's a uh, he's a good bad guy. Um, shout out to Aserak the lich. <laughs> nice. Uh, points to anyone who knows that reference. <laughs> May your phylactery grow with souls and uh, not devour yeah. me. Uh, well, that kind of makes sense. What you're saying of like before it was all about outwitting the dm because i know in high school um one of the reasons why i kind of avoided D was uh i just always heard like people like friendships ending and people <laughs> fighting and like like it was the ultimate like flipping the chessboard yeah it was like playing D. it's like you will hate these people because it's like you killed my character i've been you know yeah like yeah so uh and yeah, it makes you think of God. I I need to know the reference, but like there was like <laughs> I remember downloading it on Napster was like this sketch mm-hmm. about D and D, and it's like about these like people playing D and D, and they're like all like fighting, and like Is, one's like magic miss. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, the the the, the, the dead the dead alewives. Yeah, the dead alewives was like a comedy group, and that's what their one sketch Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so it's very funny. Oh, it's so good. Just, but then, where are the Cheetos? Yeah, and it was just like, oh, that is. That's D and D. That that really was like, that, <laughs> and that that's the thing. Like th- when you're playing D and D in high school, and you have you have kind of like a tiny group. Like yeah. by, by the time I was 16, I kind of had like a small group of players. Yeah. And anytime um, one of the players was down from LA, we'd get to play because I have a party of three, and we actually yeah. ran like a really solid campaign. We're feeling pretty good, but at the same time, we were really still isolated. But when I found that Dead Alewives sketch on Dr. Demento. Yes. <laughs> how old I am. Uh, on, on terrestrial radio. Um, look it up, Dr. Demento. Um, I said I ripped it from Napster. Yeah, so yeah right. You ripped, it, you ripped it from too. Napster. Um, it, uh, I was like, oh, cool. Other people yeah. are playing this game. They yeah. know about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this, this is some legitimacy. And this mm-hmm. is like, uh, they're not really making fun of D&D in that clip. Yeah. That's, that was like kind of what D&D was yeah. um, throughout second edition. That was mm-hmm. basically just a lot of arguing at the table and <laughs> eating Cheetos. So was, yeah. You know, um, it gets... It, it gets a little more exciting um, in the late 90s when uh, Wizards of the Coast, the guys that made Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. they they take over. They buy uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. And before that, like Dungeons and Dragons was um, Gary Gygax, the creator of Dungeons and Dragons. He was um, he was a total nerd. Kind of a historical. Really? Had no sense of like organization at all in his Mm -hmm. books. Like you can go through this book and you it's very hard to figure out like where to start Start. like looking. It's just like it's everything is everywhere. Okay. Um and um Wizards being a corporation and having like Magic the Gathering, which is a very like structured game. Yeah. They kind of put their own business model into D and D. And then it became like really um, kind of video gamey, but also more understandable and digestible because mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're playing, a, if you're, if you're a gamer and you play a video game, you're like, Oh, I know this one. This is a shooter. 
oh, yeah. I know this. This is a platformer. I know how yeah. to play this game. Right. They started doing that with D&D, where it's like, oh. oh, this is like Magic the Gathering. Like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. this is a spell that does damage. This is a spell that does healing. This guy does this X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then third edition became like this renaissance. And then like people start Ooh. people start playing the game. Like, uh, So third edition Magic Gathering has taken over yeah, at that point. Yeah, like Wizards of the Coast. And then... Um, are they still working with the creator or are they just like, here's a bunch of money, bye. I forget when Gary Gygax died, but he died. Oh. Um, R.I.P. He died in early 2000s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, by that time, the it's 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 their property and it's like their mm-hmm. own thing. And, and Wizards does a great job with third edition. Like that's when we get into, um, and, and I'm in college, I'm <laughs> playing with a college Woo! group. <laughs> I'm playing till two o'clock in the morning on Friday nights. We're going to Denny's yeah. afterwards. Nice. Hanging with my bros. I find my people. So that's what college is like when you found your... Oh, yeah. So you... 12 years old, you're studying by yourself. <laughs> Finally, you found them. Yeah. Yay. But see, but like, I knew like, oh, if I just stick with this long enough, I'll yeah. find a gaming group and That's like, amazing. we will, we will do this. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, we, 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 we get along famously then. Um, Yay. and then, and then third edition also becomes a kind of a thing where you have to kind of work as a team. Like you really have to. Um, put your resources together because, you know, the guy sitting across from you, he might be playing the barbarian. He's great. He's strong. He can rage. He can smash people, but he's, yeah. he's got a really weak, weak mind. And like, so anybody mm. who casts like a charm spell on him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to go berserk. He's like your Hulk. Yeah. He's going to like, you don't want the Hulk to turn against you. Yeah. So that's why you need like maybe a, a cleric or somebody yeah. who can like block that or uh-huh. put the whammy on the guys doing that. Or you might need like a magic user so that you start to like kind of strategize create and a perfect team. Yeah, and then yeah. and then that's that's it becomes kind of a, a culture where you're sort of sitting around the table with your books just going Oh, cool. At level six? Yeah. I can fire two arrows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, at level six, I can shoot like shoot lightning bolts. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then you start like talking about like how cool your characters yeah. are going to be, you know, outside of the game. And it becomes kind of, uh, um, it, like I said, it becomes kind of like a culture, you know, it yeah. kind of a thing that you identify with. Like, yeah. And, and then like you start seeing everything. And I start noticing this a lot with like my wife. I always feel kind of embarrassed when we start doing this, but like, we just start talking in game terms around the house. <laughs> like, uh, doesn't surprise me at all because <laughs> Kelly is always playing with us too. And she has, I've always admired her as a player because she has like the most creative characters. Right. I'm like, you can create a sex robot. <laughs> yeah, my wife played a sex robot in one of our campaigns. Mm-hmm. Just, on paper, totally legal. Like, yeah. it's great. That's, that's, I, I was just a wizard. Yeah. (laughs) No, you played a badass. You played a warlock. Warlocks are the most badass. I love warlocks. And I always just want to go back to playing a warlock. Yeah, warlocks all day, every day is my favorite class. (laughs) Yeah. Love playing warlocks because they cheat. They're great. (laughs) Um, They, um, yeah, that's that's the other thing is like uh, different like choices Mm-hmm. Um, like different, different play styles kind of inspire your group, which yeah. I kind of like, you know, it's, it's, well, that's why I think comedy nerds like D and D so yeah. much is it's, it gets really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like we're always doing like crazy stuff. That's making me laugh. Like when we're interacting with, <laughs> uh, I guess it would be called non-role-playing characters. Oh, non, the non-player characters? The non-player yeah. characters. We're always, like, pretty mean to them or sassy. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> or manipulate them that's, to that's do what silly I'm, things. And it's, it's playing with... Actually, playing with our old group, um, mm-hmm. that kind of... Like, I'm always learning playing D&D as, like... Um, 
I kind of realized that um, every non-player character needs to kind of have like a little bit of a character quirk with them. Yeah. Like whatever it is with them. So like the players will not because what the players ultimately want to do is either like exploit that character yep. <laughs> or like throw that character down a hallway or <laughs> to set off every trap. Yeah. So like I, now now I've kind of because because I played with with uh, with your group for so long, yeah. I, I've kind of learned like in 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 the especially in the in the campaign I'm running right now is like I need to endear myself to the players like yeah. with these with these NPCs like don't kill me uh, <laughs> like yeah because you I would say definitely like yeah towards the end you would you made the characters very likable where we'd be sad if like they blew up. We'd be like, wait, no, we wanted them to be a friend. Yeah, I can't beat you on paper, but I'll, I'll beat you with emotions. Like I will, I will, I will definitely do an emotional appeal. I think, um, yeah, I remember I got rejected by like, a witch or something i kept trying to like be like be my wife <laughs> she's like i gotta go yeah not cool enough i think one of the one of the weirdest things was um we were running one of the uh, published adventures which has kind of been I, I guess i can get into that now is um if we fast forward to fifth edition uh, right. which is the so newest four, edition is fourth just kind of like eh, we're just kind of <sighs> improving things well, well we, you started or... playing with me when we, when we started running fourth and oh really yeah and fourth was oh. very forgettable fourth yeah. was, fourth was, was decided hey we're gonna we're gonna tap into the warcraft market oh. and we're gonna make this like a uh, 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 we're gonna make this like an mmo on paper Got so it. um we're gonna streamline it we're gonna make it very basic you're not gonna have that many options as a character you're gonna have like uh your character can do a small thing he can do a medium thing he can do mm-hmm. a really really big thing yeah but he can only do that really really big thing one time and then he's got a rest oh yeah that does feel very warcraft it was very very yeah. warcrafty and i do and, remember and i remember like reading resting. through it and going like well you know i've stuck with this 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 system for for a while i'll give this a shot and it, and it seemed really basic and and, and mm-hmm. that made me kind of excited because Oh, I'll get new players in because we got we got you playing. Yeah, we got a we got a, a my my wife really started playing with fourth edition also, and mm-hmm. and we ran it for for about a year. Yeah, in, until I decided but, like, yeah, oh, here comes fifth edition. This is nice. <laughs> yeah, because I do remember it very much feeling like we show up and like at the end of the night we're like felt feeling accomplished like mm. we did it we killed that guy or yeah. whatever we got out of that dungeon where fifth edition it was like we would come back and be like, oh yeah, we're about to die. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. We got very confused and tired. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was more messy, but more fun. And I think that's when you started incorporating like, like if we would look around, we could maybe find like other small, like side games and puzzles. Oh or, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was really cool. That's, well, that was, um, that's why I like how the, the game has really evolved. They've really mm-hmm. made it so you're kind of in a living world and mm-hmm. especially with the new published material. Um, it's not really just a dungeon, but there's, they really have taken into account like it's, it's an, it's a living organism. Mm-hmm. Like, but and as a, as a DM, that's really a challenge because you're like, okay, they did this, which means yeah. these people in this room aren't here anymore because they heard them. So they're oh. going to be over here now. Ooh. And, um, this trap has now been set. Yeah. Um, if they go through this, then X, Y, and Z will happen. So you're like, you're keeping a lot of things in check in your wow. head um, so while the game is happening. Would you have to do like a lot of reading before we came over? It's all preparation. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, and so oh like, my gosh. But like, I'm, I like, 
as I've said before, like I'm that kid who had yeah, I know. the flow charts out I, on the on the I, and I didn't know this about you and I'm like, yeah. I'm wow, I'm so lucky. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like the obsessive amount of detail. Like I, <laughs> I try to like, okay, I'm not gonna spend all night like going through this flow chart, but um uh, I wanna just I wanna run it through just to make sure it, it yeah. logically makes sense and uh, uh, I'll be ready for any contingency. <laughs> um and of course something always happens is outside of the flow chart. That, that's you're yeah. dealing with you're insane humans. people. Yeah, people. <laughs> people trying to turn into squirrels. Yeah. Uh, which is I'd, great. I'd also like to point out that I feel like every time we'd come to, you're like, here's some new characters I painted. And like, <laughs> uh, so to know you were painting and studying and everything is just amazing. It, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's an obsession. Like, I, I think anybody yeah. who's listening who, who, I think there's a lot of people like me though, who, especially if you've D, if you've DM'd like, yeah, that's, I think that maybe that's why you guys are so rare. It, like, yeah. It becomes a, it becomes a really weird obsession. Um, because you get kind of, it's fun to go down the rabbit hole of your own imagination. Yeah. Like you're like, wow, I've really, I've really pieced out a world here and yeah. I can't wait to see what they do in this yeah, world. Yeah. exciting. Yeah. And, and, um, I, <laughs> I can't wait to, um, make them get emotionally invested over <laughs> a gelatinous cube that yes. has sentience. Like I, to this day, I think that's the, that's the, my favorite character that Wizards of the Coast has ever written is, uh, yeah, Gl- Glavagul, was... <laughs> the sentient gelatinous cube, yeah. uh, who I voiced as Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> it was, <laughs> which, which it was, was perfect. Um, yeah. I, th- I always remember that. And I always remember the mushroom world. Yeah. The mushroom world where was we great. Couldn't stop dancing. <laughs> And then I think I I got cured, but I was like, but I like dancing, I like so that. I just kept dancing. And, and what's exciting about that um, is the the world building that's happening in fifth edition right now. Fifth edition is um, is great mm-hmm. um, if, if you if you want to play D anD D, play fifth edition um, because it, the world builds on itself. Like what you just yeah. said about like uh, the mushroom encounter, yeah. which is um, Zugtamoy, the demon queen of fungi. <laughs> um, she can infect people with yeah. uh, with an ecstatic dance, but she's really like a, a mushroom demon that's going to turn you into rot. Oh yeah, um, it was like really bad that we were, we couldn't yeah. stop dancing. Yeah. We we're like, it's a matter of time before we're yeah. dead. <laughs> we're dead. <laughs> but we were playing very fun music, right? And we yeah. were all just popping yeah, up. Don't you want to yeah. dance? Don't you want to go to her wedding? <laughs> but it's fun because like my wife is uh, is playing um, uh, in, in this in this current edition or this current adventure. She's playing a paladin of Zugtamoy. She's playing oh. a, a paladin of her, and it's weird because um, the the published adventure that we're playing right now is called Tomb of Annihilation. And it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fun, but they even kind of include Zugtamoy in there. Like they're oh. like, Oh, here's a spot where she's been at. Yeah. And like, so the world is kind of persistent. Like, wow. Yeah. And it, it was really kind of fun. Like I was like, Oh man, I really hope that Kelly goes to this room Aww. because she's going to get to meet. Yeah. You know, going to get to meet really her, excited her patron. Like her. I'm really excited. And it's like, it's all made up, but it's great. It's, <laughs> did, it's, did she end up going in? Yes. Yay. It was great. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. So I like that. Um, I like that they really pay careful attention to like the world building. Um, it, it's, it's a very fun, um, I don't know. It's a very, it's just a very fun obsession, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess for me, I kind of think about, cause I kind of think about, um, the things that I like to do and it, mm-hmm. it kind of feels that like I like to play, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I need permission. 
like, <laughs> like if you give yeah. me permission, I will, I will go a hundred percent all in. Yeah. Like this is a structured, uh, there, there are rules to it, but there's also the choices you make are co- completely limited by your imagination. Yeah. Um, but for everything that you do, there's a die roll involved. Yeah. So, um, I'll go all in on it. Yeah. Like I, and it's, um, like the session will begin at this time. It'll end at this time. You will yeah. get this, this many experience points. Like, you know, uh, so if, if given the permission to play, like, uh, why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, why not go a hundred percent into it? It's kind of like, um, because I kind of think about I, uh, Kelly and I, uh, uh, are still are uh, really into Burning Man. Yeah, I was uh, about to say this sounds like yeah, this but, but we haven't really been in a while. But mm-hmm. it's still the same kind of idea where you get to kind of put on an avatar. Yeah, and you get to play. You mm-hmm. you can decide I'm going to be a different person tonight. Yeah, yeah. This and reality is different. You, Jump in. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff lighting on fire all around yeah. you, but you're going to run go. <laughs> you're straight into the desert. You're going to climb that space pyramid off in the distance yes. and, and you are, you know, you, you get to play, you get to be somebody different. Yeah. Um, same thing with improv also. It's like, it's, and drugs. it's it helps, <laughs> it's uh, you know, yeah. but yeah, improv. Yeah. Improv. I am constantly like, this is just like playing house when you're like seven, <laughs> but we're all adults and yeah. we're like, way more into it than we were as children children was like i'm done i'm gonna go get a snack right you need a like, little bit of screw discipline. Your rules but yeah. improv is like it's insane mm-hmm. i'm addicted to it exactly for sure. yeah because it's- and then there's a way to like to play it like just kind of like dnd is a way that like to play it really well yeah like, you know like yeah I, how far down the rabbit hole you want to go <laughs> yeah i can i i can team up with this we can combine this yeah. idea and uh come up with something really fun yeah, yeah 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 especially like the different schools of improv is like there are different ideas and building blocks and i don't know i'm waiting for like the next like lid to get like popped uh-huh. off because it's like okay we've been doing this for a while now this is cool and this is fun but like something's gonna change i think <laughs> If, or it's just going to die and then that's sad. And then do you, do you think like, um, like the, the art form itself is like evolving also? Like, I hope so. I mean, I think the cool thing that's D, happening in, in is, D&D terms, like what edition yeah. are we in for? Yeah. What edition are we in? Well, I think the edition, I think the cool thing is it's like no longer a straight white man's game. I think yeah. it's like the real way to look at it. Cause I remember like, even when we were in Orange County, like, when I was part of the green room, uh-huh. I was the only girl. You're the token girl. Yeah. Right. And it was like, cool. Well, I'm glad I get to play. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> um, playing. Yeah. Yeah. We're like now like a team I'm on is like four women and four guys. And that's and cool. like nobody on nobody on our team is a straight white guy. Like mm-hmm. everyone's like kind of different. It has different points of view. So I think that's like changing how people are playing because it's not like we're all just like jumping on like oh all of our middle school experiences were the same it's like no we're coming from all these different places uh-huh. and around the world and um so i think that's like there's more possibilities that yeah come out of that. you're not limited so yeah much it's by not one, like we're by not, one viewpoint yeah we're not playing a kitchen scene right where it's like go make me a sandwich ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. you know isn't that like, funny <laughs> yeah it's so funny being mean to women so funny <laughs> That's interesting. I um, my first time DMing in, in like the twenty 
I don't know how old I am. <laughs> like the 25 years I've been like yeah. DMing. Um, just like last session, like a couple weeks ago, I DM'd right over here for a table of all women. That's, that's who that's showed amazing. up. That's amazing. And it was yeah. really kind of interesting. They were all playing men, which was yeah. even more interesting. Ah, right. <laughs> but it was like, yeah. oh, this is like, I got to bookmark this in my head. Like this is, this is this something is that's, first. Yeah. This is something that's changing. Yeah. That's, that's kind of interesting too, because you can read lots of articles online and even in the D and D community that I'm in, um, uh, we, we, we kind of bring that up also in like the code of conduct that, um, we, you want to get more women playing the game, but don't be a creep, but don't be a creep. So that, <laughs> yeah. but, but it, there, there is a lot of that. There's still that creepy underbelly yeah. in D and D you got, you know, you got guys who still kind of treat women like they don't know what they're doing yeah, they kind of talk like down to them or they use this opportunity yeah. to like, Oh, there's a girl at the table. I'm going to hit on this this person yeah, in character her. the entire oh. time. Like I'm going to, I'm going to put this character in a weird, creepy situation aye, 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 aye. where yeah. his, her character needs to kiss my character or something yeah, like that. And yeah. it's like, oof, like, yeah, I know. And that sucks because it's like, it's just like, we can only hope that those women will then find like a place where they can be a hundred percent themselves and play and have fun. Totally. Or they're going to, it's like improv sometimes going to a jam and being like, well, that sucked. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't have fun. Uh, all these creeps like were like pouncing on me afterwards. Uh-huh. Like, and I just like ran to my car and was like, I'm never going to that yeah, again. And then, and then you kind of miss sucks. out. Yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, I feel for those people that are like this community, like isn't accepting me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to try, but it is really cool to see how like, yeah, it seems like our society is changing to be like, look, all these intelligent, smart, authentic people that are not yeah just like this type of person are Mm -hmm. coming let's embrace it as opposed to (laughs) be like no my cheetos (laughs) these are my cheetos yeah (laughs) and also like the uh the kids are stranger things i mean they really yeah they really kind of brought it to the forefront now yeah yeah i think so i was kind of excited because i was like that was like right when the pilot it's like Oh, I'm 100% on board. Yeah. <laughs> these kids know what's up. I know these kids. Yeah. My friends. <laughs> I um, I literally like in Stranger Things, like when they're flipping through like Will's old books in season one. Yeah. They, they're flipping through like the old D&D books and the book that my dad gave me when I was 12 <gasps> was in one of those books. And like, I had like that, that Did you sense like, memory yeah. flash and like a little tear. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It really it's does. So authentic. To, yeah. That nostalgia, <laughs> but that's, um, not to get too off track, but I was, I was watching a really cool video about like how like eighties nostalgia is kind of huge right now. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely swept up in it. Yeah. Um, but, um, what makes like stranger things so much more interesting is that they're doing like the eighties thing, but they're doing, um, uh, modern day, uh, diet, like conversations, like the way oh. that they talk to each other and the way that they kind of are a little more accepting of one another yeah, is yeah. more indicative of like today. So we're, yeah. getting like the, we're getting like the best of both worlds. That's so cool. Yeah. In, in yeah. Both I, things. I do feel like all the characters, I don't think there's anyone that's like, Oh, like, a girl. Oh, she's so weak. And yeah. like, no, she's like really making her own choices. Right. Like all of them are. Right. Um, have strong points of views and yeah, I, 
It's a good show. It's a good show. <laughs> to- definitely watch it. Um, and they all use teamwork in in in, in the D and D framework to, yeah. to like solve the problem. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was trying to explain earlier with with me and my wife. Like we kind of like look at things. Like, yeah. Oh, like he totally barbarian his way through that. Oh, yeah. he, like, oh, you're not gonna oh. rogue your way out of this one. Oh, that's a sneak attack. Damn it! Like <laughs> that's like a great way to like tell people that are like, what's D and D? It's like you know Stranger Things. Like yeah, that's like the way they're trying to get those demons and aliens yeah. and whatever you want to call them they're all using their their what what powers they have yeah. at the table everyone to... has their strengths and weaknesses exactly and yeah well that's that's a cool way to look at it yeah um so now you're yeah yeah now you're part of this guild you're part of, this, a part of the guild yeah tell us about this guild the guild of the, bellflower the guild of bellflower yeah. Ooh, so exciting bellflower <laughs> um but... I, I mean it's probably one of my favorite town names it makes me think of like pokemon and stuff oh yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> catch a pokemon in bellflower <laughs> sounds about right sounds like it should be a gym leader in bellflower yeah somewhere. totally yeah um <laughs> so um D has expanded um in the in, in the way that so Wizards of the Coast uh, took over D and D and then Hasbro buys uh, Wizards of the Coast so mm-hmm. now we have like a big toy company backing it um, and then I think Disney owns Hasbro so like we're not that far away from like a D and D like animated reboot I think yeah. like I think that's going to be coming into a the D&D, collective conscience D and D land oh a D- oh my god that'd be so cool uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, I just rolled a twenty um, um, so. There's a thing called organized play, which is called Adventurers League, and mm-hmm. so it was the thing that I I, am, I started going to, um, I started just going to um, local game stores uh, a few years ago, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, because I was like, I need to play D and D again. I haven't gotten to play. Oh, I've been yeah, DMing yeah. a lot, but I really want to play. Mm-hmm. So um, I found a I found a group, and um, so you're I, just hanging around game stores, and being like that person looks like it no i i I found out uh i found out through (laughs) through meetup oh Uh, so i got like on the meetup i got on the meetup app and i found a D group at this place um um in long beach so i started Mm -hmm. playing over there for for about a year and a half Mm -hmm. and what i kind of like about being a player is um i feel like i really felt like i was the fawns (laughs) like (laughs) walking into that place because like i come in and i i'm kind of like my wife in the the same kind of play style i want to play a really fun character that everybody i don't really care about what i do on like game wise or mechanics wise i don't care how many monsters i kill i want people talking about my character (laughs) and quoting my character like every day and wanting to see my character come back that's like how i ingratiate myself to people like so i want to um it i I almost kind of think it's sort of like um, when we did puppetry. It's yeah, the same kind yeah. of idea. Um, again, I'm being I'm given I'm being given permission to play, so <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go all in on yeah, it. Yeah, your characters are so fun. <laughs> and um, the same thing with like, and this was really interesting too. I was watching a really cool video on Sesame Street, mm-hmm. um, and they were interviewing the puppeteers, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like how the puppets that they play are like one little part of their personality amplified into a character. And I, yeah. and I was that that really kind of like latched on with me. It's like, well, that's what I did when I was doing puppetry. Like, that's kind of what we were all doing. Yeah, that's what I we're all doing. Like, yeah, because yeah, you like Kush was like your main guy. Yeah, Kush was like, my main guy. And he's like chill yeah, stoner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just this guy. But, like, very exaggerated from. He, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't do like I wouldn't do everything that Kush does. But there's a yeah. part of me that does but what like, Kush does. <laughs> but if we were like, who's going to play this character? Yeah. We would all be like, Lars, yeah, of I'll course. Yeah, I got this. And then and like 
a loud, abrasive, <laughs> crazy person yeah. that is Crump, played yeah. by Michael Rosenbaum. Right. And then this, like, little cute puppet that's like hey i'm a person too yes i'm gonna be louder than everyone yes it's leonard played by me exactly and like you're playing that like totally yeah. amped up and yeah and, and it's and it's a true performance at mm-hmm. the same time and so like when i play characters that that's kind of what i would do i kind of think oh, about like what's the what's point. the thing yeah. what's like the part of my personality i want to like show this group of strangers oh yeah and if they like it then that means they like me like that's ex- <laughs> like me that's really exciting so yeah. like uh, um, I spent like the I, I spent like a whole year um, playing Kasimir Yuskovich, who's a w- w- warlock. Uh, nice. He's, uh, he's basically me if I gave no fucks. Like just <laughs> totally existential. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, and um, it was fun because like I'd be quoted and people wanted to see me come back every yeah. time. And oh. then um, and then I found out about organized play through one of the people who was at that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he brought me over to uh, the Guild House in Bellflower and. And um, they have like a, they have a, a whole group of, of dungeon masters who just run the mm-hmm. they, they run specific content like you have to you have to run hardcover or published work which is fine with me I, yeah. it's sort of like you get a script and then you're sort of like great uh, these are the characters in the script yeah. and the adventures I'm gonna play this person like this I'll play this person like this and um, I, I approach it a lot differently than they do because they're kind of like power gamers like they are they like more like intense they're they're more um they're more intense and they're more about like they play it like it's a game it's Got more it. I, it's more, more rule oriented or, or it's yeah. definitely rule oriented i'm i'm really oriented also but i i bend way more than they do oh, like yeah i, I would say because again like i i love playing but i definitely yeah like would be like how do i and that's the I? thing that's that's also always so patient about that's also that. the note to like all people who are reluctant about being a dm like mm-hmm. as much as i might appear like i know all the rules i don't and i rely heavily on the players <laughs> yeah, to tell sometimes me you'd be like look it up <laughs> yeah I'm like, i don't know what that does can you tell me what your character does yeah like i don't know just tell me yeah um it's it would it seems impossible to know it really everything. is everything yeah and, and i think people who do know everything like that they're probably not that fun <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're, they're bluffing or they're bluffing yeah. right and they're telling you like what you can't do yeah so, yeah yeah so i start i start going over to uh <laughs> Um, the Guildhouse in Bellflower, and which, uh, as fate would have it, is like right around the corner from my house. So oh, it's like, nice. it's like 10 minutes away, and there's no other game stores like in the area. So it's like, wow, like all this hard work that I put into this hobby that I love, I'm glad I stuck with it because now I have like a game store, like biking distance yeah. from my house oh. that I can go to just any time and it's fun and people people are excited when I come over and and we can do really cool things uh and then they've kind of they've kind of opened the invitation now where I can just run out of my house and so that's amazing <laughs> yeah so now, now I just have everybody coming here um which is great because I have a kid and yeah. um she was getting uh pretty restless in the store because you were taking her to I the was store taking her to, too. Yeah, I was yeah. taking her to the store and she was <laughs> just getting into everything <laughs> <laughs> attacking the cats that are over there. Wait, um, there's cats at the store? There are like, there are like three cats over there. Oh, I need to go to the store. <laughs> it's a fun store. Uh, the Guild House in Bellflower, everybody. It's a great store. Uh, good community. Definitely worth your time if you're in the South LA area. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so organized play is, um, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's super nerdy. Um, <laughs> like I know I've been talking about things being super nerdy, but it, this one is like log sheet nerdy where you have like a, you have a card 
and uh, that's your that's your specific number. It's your, like a library card. It's your library card, <laughs> and you have to log. You have to kind of keep it, keep track on your log sheet how many experience points your character gets at the end of every adventure and what oh, magical items. That's kind of cool. So it's like in a computer system. Not even that. It's oh. an honor system. So oh. you just have to write it all down and then okay. write down the DM that you had. And like, I guess if somebody was really gonna call you out on it, they could like ask you to show them your um, your log, log sheet. Yeah. But um, it's never really come up with our group, which is nice. Yeah. And you can win like <clears throat> magical item certificates that you can trade with people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just it's it's a fun and it's you don't really know who you're going to play with. Yeah. Um, you can sign up online and you can get a party, but you're never you're not necessarily going to be with the same people every time. So it's kind of like a uh, an MMO kind of feel to it. Like, yeah. oh, I played that adventure. I didn't play it with you, but we both have that shared experience of playing that, that oh, adventure. Yeah. So we when we meet at the table, we can kind of talk about that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we experienced the same thing, maybe in a different dimension. Yeah. Um, so that's, there's, yeah, that's cool too. Cause it's like, you can play when you can, you know? Yeah. And that's what yeah. I was looking for. I was looking for something where I could play when I can, um, yeah. kind of have some fun with it. And, um, it's not like that crazy of a commitment, you know, mm-hmm. just a couple times out yeah. of the week I get to. Yeah. Cause I feel like our group would go through periods where we were like, pretty good about like meeting twice a month and then like holidays would happen or life events and then all of a sudden it's like oh we haven't played in like five months it it would it would eat me up inside because you're like my all my studying because well because i well no it wasn't even that i would just be thinking like uh, it must be about me they must not like no It's like oh, no. it was something I said. It was something no. I did. I, I insisted that they played today. Like <laughs> I, um, I made them drive down this <laughs> no. way. I didn't give enough gold. Like, <laughs> I, but, but like you know, growing up, you know, like not having any friends in middle school, yeah. barely getting a group together in high school, mm-hmm. um, kind of having like a tenuous grasp with. I mean, it, in college it was fun, but at the same time it was sort of like well. If I want to try to run a game, X, Y, and Z is happening. I yeah. never would ever finish a full campaign. Uh-huh. So like when there would be a couple of dry spells, I would get nervous. Uh, but I, would, I would always think it was like something that I did. <laughs> but was there ever a situation where it was like, yeah, it's because of you, Lars? <laughs> probably not. No, probably 100% not because you're the best. And, Thank you. And I know like I love like playing. It's just, yeah, it's unfortunately like as time as we get older it's just like life ugh. yeah and it it, what got me really excited um is that um i i in like the 25 years that i've been running the game i've never fully completed a campaign setting yeah our group Uh we were playing out of the abyss we were one adventure away from finishing a campaign um, Lars, and, we and should do it. I know. I was talking to I was it. talking to Cat, another person in our group, yeah. about this, and it really, we, we we all kind of blame Elliot, <laughs> <laughs> who was someone that you brought in. Uh, Sorry, El- Elliot, Elliot Hopeberg of um, of the Never Not Funny podcast. Yes, um, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. He's Shout a big out. wheel. He's a very big wheel. Uh, but he wound up getting a girlfriend in the very yeah, in the did. closing <laughs> sessions of our game. Yeah, and and disappeared because he, he. I understand he doesn't want to do the drive anymore. I totally get. The drive was the hard. drive was brutal and friday nights is like the one night that i'm like i'm not working where yes. saturday would probably be better driving life. yes and so uh, we were like we were one session away and there was that the back of my brain going like oh i was so close to checking off another thing why in my did you have to fall in love yes. elliot <laughs> you and your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> Our special lady friend, as he says special on the show. Special lady friend, yes. Maybe, um, maybe like 
a Sunday night or something. Right. We could be like, let's do the, the, it. Like the reunion. Just yeah, do just it. a reunion just to do it. The thing, and then I'll just kill you all. Like, we'll just all die. <laughs> I'm, um. I'm down. <laughs> I um, feel like there's a body somewhere that I'm like, I could resurrect this body. I resurrect that. <laughs> But then, uh, but through Adventurers League, I actually did finish a campaign oh, wow. setting for the first yeah. time ever. And that was like a really fun feeling. It was like, that was a solid feeling of accomplishment. Like yeah. there was a beginning, middle and end to this. Like yeah. characters grew, they developed, like people showed up every Saturday to play. And I even had time to do like an epilogue with them. And oh, wow, yeah, it was a really like, it was a, it was a warm, fuzzy feeling. Like, well, and it, that's the thing, like, um, like it's a story that's only told at your table. Like it feels yeah. really special. It feels like uh. something that you all like a shared experience that really doesn't go beyond that. Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of have a little bit of an aversion to what's happening with the YouTube uh, and the streamers and the Twitchers are all like yeah. showing their D and D games. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool. I, I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to I'm sure there are people it. that love watching yeah. them because it's getting, it's, it's really getting people into, yeah. into the, into the, the hobby and getting mm-hmm. people in, involved mm-hmm. into the game. But there's just a part of me that was like, well, I don't feel like I want to put on a show for everybody. Yeah. Like, I, you can't like, really, this feels kind of like, this feels like a private thing that I'm having with the people at my table. Yeah. But, um, I think that might be just a, a different muscle. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that there's no one in the UCB right now who's doing like a, a, I know a, a D&D Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I'm not, uh, I don't know too much about who's, who's twitching in the community. Mm. I've met a couple Twitchers, Twitchers, um, which I think is really cool and sounds fun for like people that really love gaming and stuff. I mean, I'm sure if he would probably yeah. be more tapped into that than I am. Um, but yeah, there, as far as I'm concerned, like I just meet a lot of people in the community that want to play, but then we mm. all just kind of stop it being like, Mm, no one wants to dm so <laughs> maybe maybe it's, like and then who knows like the community is always like new people are coming in yeah. you know from around the world so like maybe there's like some person that's gonna move from ohio that's like right where where my dnd is at and we're Listeners, like me, it's, me. It's, it's not that hard to dm i know it seems like a big it responsibility hard, you, do, yeah. you do more prep than everybody else yeah um but um it's still it's still improvised you yeah know, if, you, if you if you're one of those people that just kind of likes to fly by the seat of your pants if you have just a, a basic format yeah you have like x y and z that's happening you can pretty much fill in the rest with whatever yeah and, um it's a lot of fun um i i remember like <laughs> i remember seeing like uh i was at the public library just recently um and there was one 12 year old boy had the the new basic starter set <laughs> laid out on the uh, table and i would like like looked over his shoulder i'm like is that the is that lost mine at pandelver like, yeah <laughs> it's like the starter set it's like yeah have you played yet no not yet i'm, I'm just learning i'm, just, I'm trying to get my looking group together friends. looking for friends and i was like okay best of luck to you, you. you're gonna you're gonna do great you're gonna do famous <laughs> All the best to you. Oh my God, full circle. Yeah, it's just full circle. I'm just uh, like, oh my God, this is happening again. That's amazing. It was great. Yeah. Um, it's 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 the best time in the world to be uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. I, yeah. I think because everything uh, with like Stranger Things, with like pretty people playing. Yeah, um, <laughs> for pretty people. With, with with everybody who's just basically come out and said like, yeah, it's okay to be a geek now. Like, yeah. it's okay to be a nerd. It's okay to like what you like. Yeah, thank uh, God that happened. Yeah, thank God that did happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. as much as there's like crazy shit happening in the world, there is like you will find your others. You yeah. will find the people who 
are into that same thing that you're into and, yeah. and, and totally be, be, uh, be on board with it. Yeah. You know? And maybe you can become their Fonzie. Ah, <laughs> hey. uh, well, on that note, thank you so much, Lars, for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> Hope I didn't ramble too much. No, this was, this was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Yay. And that's our episode. Thank you so much, Lars, for coming on. Wasn't that great? Isn't Lars the coolest? Don't you want him to be your DM? Uh, hell yeah. He's so cool, and he can be your DM. If you want to check out the Guildhouse in Bellflower, you can also, they have a website. You can check it out at theguildhousegames.com. Check it out if you're in the SoCal area looking to get your D&D on. Also, if you're anywhere in the world, you can check out his podcast, Two Count Kickout. It's all about wrestling. You could also check out his wife, Kelly. She was a guest on Dumb Nerds talking about pregnancy. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it because it's really cool and interesting. And if you think Lars is cool, you're going to think Kelly is way cool too. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I would love you forever. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on that support our artist button. It takes you straight to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would. And that's our episode for this week. Happy 2018. Bye. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.